Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time of day it is that you find yourself watching this, we just welcome you to Restoration Women's Virtues. My name is Pastor Mary Jean Bidgen. I have been traveling along the road of last time we, we uh, recorded, we were in Ephesians, and my intention was is to finish that up. But this morning, as I was coming to the church, uh, I just felt real impressed to encourage us. I need encouragement. I'm sure you need encouragement just to be encouraged about the day that we live in. And so I want to share with you a scripture that God gave me, uh, uh, a psalm that he gave me, that when I was talking to him about the situation in the world today and, and uh, all that's going on in the world today, I said, Lord, this is so overwhelming. I don't even know how to pray about these things. They, they are just coming so hard and fast, and they're so overwhelming. And I said, I don't even know how to pray about these things. What would you have us pray? What would you have me pray? And he took me to um, Psalm 31 in the New Living Translation. And so I'm going to read that for us today, but I'm going to put... Now, I read it as a corporate, like the church is a corporate unit. And so uh, I made it a corporate prayer, not, not a me prayer or an I prayer like David, like David wrote it, but I made it a, a we prayer. How do we pray about these things? And so this is, this is what the Lord gave me, Psalm 31 in the New Living Translation. And I encourage you to, um, you know, if, if we all were reading that out loud, making it a corporate prayer, think how powerful that can be. Because when we, when we look at the Word of God and we consider speaking it out or using it as our prayers, remember that the Word, Jesus said, my Word is spirit and life. And then Paul told us that, the, that victory swallows up death. So life swallows up death. And so what's going on in the world today, the Word of God is the answer. The Word of God will uh, bring life and life will swallow up the evil that's going on. So uh, if, you, if you understand the principles of the kingdom of God, good overcomes evil, light dispels the darkness, and victory or life swallows up death. So uh, if we have so much darkness going on, what does that mean? It means we need to increase the light. We need to increase the, the victory. We need to increase uh, the, the light and the life of God in speaking it forth is a powerful way to do that. Of course, living it is the most powerful way, but in your, in your living it, you will be speaking it. In Psalm 91, it tells us, he who is dwelling is saying. And Psalm 91 is the one that tells us that we can dwell in the secret place of the Most High God and abide up under the shadow of the Almighty. We say of you, Lord, you are our refuge and our fortress, our God in whom we trust. He who is dwelling is saying. And you know, if we dwell in that place, we'll be in a safe place. And God has a safe place for his people in today's world. And I just want to encourage us to, and remind us, you know, it's not that we don't know it sometimes, but we forget and we, it begins to wane. It begins to fade. So we need to talk about it some more. And so um, uh, this is Psalm 31 in the New Living Translation. And it says, Oh Lord, we have come to you for protection. Don't let us be disgraced. Save us, for you do what is right. Turn your ear to listen to us. Rescue us quickly. Be our rock of protection, 
a fortress where we will be safe. You are our rock and our fortress. For the honor of your name, lead us out of this danger. See, I, I was praying this and talking to the Lord for our country. That's what I had on my mind. How do we do this, Lord? These things are coming so hard and fast to destroy America. How, how can we ch turn this around? And he brought me to this psalm. So speaking this out as a prayer and receiving it as done, as a prayer that's, that's been answered. Um, be our rock of protection, a fortress where we will be safe. You are our rock and our fortress. For the honor of your name, lead us out of this danger. That's one of the keys to uh, having a successful prayer is the motive behind it for the honor of your name. I don't know about you, but I'm about ready to see God's name be glorified, aren't you? God's name be honored and glorified and people's uh, hearts and minds be um, wiped clean, actually, washed in the blood, redeemed from the curse. You are our rock and our fortress. For the honor of your name, lead us out of this danger. Pull us from the trap our enemies have set for us. Now, this trap's been set for years, and we didn't even know it was set. So now it's, become, it's beginning to manifest, and we're seeing the trap that we're in. And But our God can still deliver us. And I want to encourage all of us to keep remembering that. If you want to make God mad, just don't believe him. That's what makes him mad. <laughs> He, he, got, he got really mad at, his, at the Israelites in the, in the wilderness because they said he could not prepare a table in the wilderness for them. And the 23rd Psalm says he has prepared a table for us. So if you consider our day wilderness, there is a table prepared, and God is looking for those of us who will stand in the gap, build up a hedge, and speak forth his word. Pull me, pull us from the trap our enemies have set for us, for we find protection in you alone, Lord. We entrust our spirit into your hand. Rescue us, Lord, for you are a faithful God. We hate those who worship worthless idols. We trust in the Lord. We will be glad and rejoice in your unfailing love, for you have seen my troubles, our troubles. You care about the anguish of our souls. You have not handed us over to our enemies, but you have set us in a safe place. So acknowledging that, you know, that reminds me of uh, in Philemon. Uh, it says that the, the, uh, the, your faith is more effectually fervent by the acknowledging of every good thing that's in you in Christ. So when we acknowledge that you have set us in a safe place, Lord, we praise you and thank you that you have not handed us over to our enemies. You have mercy on us, Lord, for we are in distress. Tears blur our eyes. Now here the psalmist starts talking a little bit about how he feels. But our, our bodies and souls are withering away. We're dying from grief. Our years are shortened by sadness. Sin has drained our strength. We're wasting away from within. We are scorned by all of our enemies and despised by our neighbors. Even our friends are afraid to come near us. When they see us on the street, they run the other way. I have, I have a funny story about that. When my husband and I both had COVID last summer. And uh, when I went to get my hair cut, finally, uh, months later, uh, my hairdresser asked how I was doing. And 
I said, well, I'm better now. But the minute I said that I had had COVID, I identified with this scripture that my friends are afraid to come near me because the whole attitude in this beauty shop changed like, ooh, leper, leper, because people were so afraid of it. And so I, I decided I wouldn't tell anybody I'd had it anymore because um, it scared people. You know, that, that was quite a thing that happened. And when, when they see us on the street, they run the other way. I'm, we're ignored as if we were dead, as if we were bro a broken pot. We have heard the many rumors about us, and we are surrounded by terror. Our enemies conspire against us, plotting to take our lives. Well, that's true. That's the, the, if, if the enemy could take the church out at the, in the United States of America, it, he would do it. And so um, we, we need to remember who we are in Christ we need to exercise our freedom of authority that he purchased back for us at the cross. And, the, and it continues, says, but we are trusting you, Lord, saying you are our God. Our future is in your hands. Rescue us from those who hunt us down relentlessly. Let your favor shine on us in your unfailing love. Rescue us. Don't let us be disgraced, Lord, for we call out to you for help. Let the wicked be disgraced. Let the silent, uh, let them lie silent in the grave. Silence their lying lips, those proud and arrogant lips that accuse the godly. So that's a, a cry of a heart cry and a prayer. And you know, when you, when you do this, you don't have to decide who is the godly and who is the wicked. You just put the word out there and it'll take care of business. And it'll do, and, and it won't be us making judgment. It will be, you know, uh, Jesus said the words that I speak will be your judge on judgment day. So when we speak this word out there, it, it's going to judge the righteous from the wicked and the wicked from the righteous. The word will be a discerner of the soul and the spirit. And the word will, will like a, what do you, is that a stealth bomb or whatever it is that goes after the target. The word will target what needs to be changed and worked on. And the word will do it with a balance of mercy and the grace of God and the mercies of God, but also the justice side of the Godhead. The word will handle it properly, and we won't have to get involved in that part. We just speak the word out there. Jesus said, the words that I speak will be your judge on judgment day. And then this is the best part of this psalm that I really love. How great is the goodness you have stored up for those who fear you. God has his goodness stored up for those who fear him. And so we have to acknowledge him and fear him. And that's what we're doing by speaking out. This whole psalm is an acknowledgement of, of God and his protection on his people. You lavish it on those who come to you for protection. How great is the goodness you have stored up for those who fear you. You lavish it on those who come to you for protection, blessing them before the watching world. I'm telling you, folks, there's a day coming. The day is not just coming. The, 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 there is a day that's now, but we have to uh, receive it. And we receive it by confessing it with our mouth, believing it in our hearts, confessing with our mouth unto salvation. The manifestation of our salvation comes when we confess it with our mouth. We believe it in our heart and speak it out of our mouth. He said, how great is the goodness you've stored up for those who fear you. You lavish it on those who come to you for protection, blessing them before the watching world. 
uh, the, the, in Psalm 50, it says, uh, in the very last verse there, it says, um, to, uh, he who orders his conversation aright, I will show and demonstrate the salvation of the Lord. He said, he, if you order your conversation right, in other words, thank you, Lord, that you've prepared a table before us, even in the midst of all of this turmoil and chaos that's going on in the earth, even in the midst of the destruction that, that looks like it's happening in America, even in the midst of all of this, he has stored up goodness for us. And those who have a knowledge of God, which we will look at later, those who have a knowledge of God know how to draw it out, how to bring it into manifestation. You, what God has stored up and made ready, we bring it into manifestation by speaking it with our mouths and, and rejoicing over it and praising God and thanking Him. How great is the goodness you have stored up for those who fear you. You lavish it on those who come to you for protection. We have come to God for protection in this psalm. Blessing them before the watching world, you hide them in the shelter of your presence, safe from those who conspire against them. You shelter them in your presence, far from accusing tongues. And one one word, one version says, from the uh, strife of tongues, from from men's tongues. So what people have to say, you know, um, the day we live in, there's news. 24-7, we have the new, you know, when I was growing up and TV was coming in to be, uh, the, the, there was, uh, the news came on in the morning at noon and maybe not even at noon, in the morning and at night. And then it started coming on morning, noon and night. Now it's on 24-7 and it's all over the world. And sometimes I just think, you know, I don't need, I, I, I can't help what's going on in India right now. I can't help what's happening in these faraway countries. If I hear it, I can pray, but we can become overwhelmed with the wickedness and what's happening in, in the world if we take in too, try to take in too much, and we can't take in too much. And we are sheltered. We need to remind ourselves that He hides us in the shelter of His presence, safe from those who conspire against us. They shelter us in, you shelter us in your presence, far from accusing tongues. Listen, with the news media going on 24-7, there's just, there's just a constant, we're being influenced by the souls of men many times. They're not, they're not giving you the influence of what the Bible says about things. They're not giving you a word of the Lord for the day or the time. They haven't spent time in prayer hearing what God has to say. They're just telling you what's happening in the natural. And that's the world that Satan can rule in. So we need to be careful with that. I remember, and I watch the news. Uh, a lot of times people don't watch the news at all because just to stay away from it. But uh, I remember a lady preacher one time said, if, if, you, if you're going to be watching the news, you need to be talking back to it. And that's what I do. When I watch the news, I talk back to it. And they say they're going to pass this, they're going to pass that, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. So no, in Jesus' name. I put the blood of Jesus over that. And the Lord, I just ask you to turn that around so we can just intercept you know we can just be we can intercept their passes and so um, uh, let's do that praise the lord for he has shown me the wonders of his unfailing love he kept me safe when my city was under attack in panic i cried out uh, in panic i cried out i am cut off from the lord but you heard my cry for mercy and answered my call for for help so he's kind of he's 
kind of showing us what he's feeling, but then he comes back around to what he really believes. You know, you might be feeling the darkness, but you believe in the light. And so we put the light to work. Love the Lord, all you godly ones, for the Lord protects those who are loyal to him, but he harshly punishes the arrogant. Be strong and courageous, all you who put your hope in the Lord. I love that psalm. I think that was so apropos. It's so appropriate for today's world. And when you are feeling overwhelmed by what's going on in the world, come back and meditate in that psalm or any of the psalms, actually, and, and pick up on the heart of David. Uh, one thing that I have um, uh, practiced, uh, made, well, actually, you know, you, you get hold of something and you, you, you work it and you practice it and, and you see it work. And then sometimes it starts waning and, and, and you let it, you, you drop the ball. I've dropped the ball on this, but I'm picking it back up again. Uh, making my confession when I hear things that are overwhelming to me or that would strike fear in my heart. If, if it weren't for God, I would be afraid in today's world, but I'm not afraid because of things like this. That's why the, the scriptures are so good for us. But um, a practice that I made was um, uh, that in just reading through the Proverbs too, it, you see that evil self-destructs. So I've been calm knowing that these things are self-destructing all along. And, and uh, the Hamans, you know, Haman was in the book of Esther and he was wanting to hang her, her cousin Mordecai but Haman hung on his own gallows. David took Goliath's head off with his own sword, with Goliath's sword. Jezebel was thrown from her porch by one of her servants. And when they came out of Egypt, the angels took the wheels off their chariots and the whole Egyptian army drowned. So every time people have come against God's children, God takes care of business. And I just want you to, so when you see something on the TV and it makes you nervous, or just remember that, hey, Lord, I just thank you that the Hamans, you don't have to declare who the Hamans are. This, this little uh, missile will find that out. The missile of his word will go in and Hamans will come to the light. The Hamans will hang on their own gallows. What people have intended, what, and the proverb says, when a man, when a man digs a pit, for another man to fall in, he falls in it himself. So all the corruption and the evil that's going on in the world today, fear not. Fear not, little flock. It gives your father good pleasure to give you the kingdom. The kingdom is the safest place to be. We've been given a robe of righteousness in our salvation. When you receive Jesus Christ as your savior, uh, you received a, a gift of a robe of righteousness and righteousness is a force and a place of protection. So I encourage uh, all of us to fear not in Jesus' name. The word works. The kingdom rules over all. Psalm 103, 19. God's kingdom rules over all. We just need to let it. So let's you and I practice letting it. And let's be speaking out Psalm 31 in a corporate tone and join forces together. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you next time.